Welcome to 5 Minutes in the Word. This is your daily podcast of Bible reading and insight into God's Word. We're continuing our look at the book of Esther. We're still in chapter 1, looking at verses 6 through 9 in the God's Word translation. In this section, the royal feast continues. This is the, uh, the simultaneous one for men and one for women. And in this one, we're introduced to Queen Vashti. The king had this feast to impress his subjects with a great display of his own wealth, power, majesty, and generosity. But let's listen to God's word. It reads, The garden had white and violet linen curtains. These curtains were attached to silver rods and marble pillars by cords made of white and purple fine linen. Gold and silver couches were on a mosaic pavement of purple rock, white marble, pearl-like stone, and black marble. People drank from golden cups. No two cups were alike. The king also provided plenty of royal wine out of his royal generosity. The drinking, was fo- uh, the drinking followed this rule drink as you please. The king had ordered all the waiters in his palace to let everyone do as he pleased. Queen Vashti also held a banquet for the women at the royal palace of King Xerxes. Again, this is Esther chapter 1 verses 6 through 9 in the God's Word translation, which title says, Queen Vashti disobeys King Xerxes. I'll be back to share insights and we'll close with prayer. This is Hope Scott. I am your host of Five Minutes in the Word, a daily podcast which spends a few minutes exploring God's Word. Thanks for listening, subscribing, and following my podcast. You can find it on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, TuneIn Radio, iHeartRadio, Good Pods, or wherever you hear podcasts. Also, please like and follow 5 Minutes in the Word on Facebook and Twitter. We're again at Esther chapter 1, verses 6 through 9 in the God's Word translation. We are still in the section that's talking about the royal feast. And this time it gives us the, um, the, the color scheme, the decoration. It tells us that the garden had white and violet um, linen curtains. And they were on curtain rods attached to silver rods and marble pillars by cords made of white and purple fine linen. linen. So you can just imagine how beautiful that is. And then gold and silver couches on a mosaic pavement. That just seems so beautiful. And then you think about purple as the color for royalty. So just imagine this setting that's going on for these banquets. And remember, in the introductions, it says that they were lavish banquets. So there's lots of, um, and the, the, the king wants to impress his subjects with a great display of his wealth and power and majesty and generosity. And one commentary said, 
the uh, money he spent on the uh, banquets probably came from, you know, the money that people gave, like for taxes or whatever. But let's go back to the commentaries. The, the colors were the royal colors of Persia. The uh, Parisians routinely reclined on couches while eating. And of course, we've seen movies where, especially when they're uh, movies depicting that time period, where when they're feasting, they're, everybody's lounging on couches and there's music everywhere and people are just talking and mingling and drinking. So you can just imagine that scene. The, um, uh, the, the, the luxurious, luxurious opulence of the setting, the couches, the gold and the silver, the purple and white. And the one commentary says that uh, a, a male must have written it because they said white stuff in one of the translations. You know, a woman's eye would have told you exactly what it was. But uh, back to my comment, back to what I'm, uh, the commentaries. The Medes and Persians had a law that whenever the king drank, everyone drank. Among some of the ancients, each guest was ob obliged to have a drink with the current round or else leave the party. And can you imagine being at that kind of party where the alcohol or whatever was alcohol? Because it's going to tell you later that the king got drunk. So can you imagine being at a party where the, the, uh, there's an open bar and you can drink all you want and the only rule is you have to drink. If the king is paying, if this person is paying, you're going to drink continuously. So each guest was uh, obliged to have a drink with the, uh, with the current round or else leave the party. At this second feast, the king commanded that each man could drink as much as he pleased. And remember, the king had a feast going on and the queen had her own feast for the women going on. So the men were in one place and the women were in another. The feast was uh, the feast for the women was also at the royal palace and it was conducted by the wife of King Xerxes, Queen Vashti. So we're introduced though that, you know, Queen Vashti is now introduced to us and she is the wife of the king. Vashti is known only from the book of Esther. So there are no other records of her in the Bible. Vashti feasted uh, the women in her own apartment, not openly in the court of the garden, but in the royal house. Thus, when the king showed uh, the honor of his majesty, she and her lady showed the honor of their modesty which is truly the majesty of the fairer sex. And of course, that's Matthew Henry. That should sound like him, and that's who it was. And that's who it is. Parisian meals often involved both men and women. So either the queen or the king made an intentional decision to have the women attend a separate banquet, perhaps due to the, to the number of guests attending. And, of course, this is going to set the stage for the king's later decision at his own all-male party. <laughs> um, and Matthew Henry says, and this is a good place to close, Better is dinner of herbs with quietness and the enjoyment of one's self and a friend 
than this banquet of wine with all the noise and tumult that must needs attend it. So it's better to have a quiet little dinner than one that's, you know, full of wine that can lead to drunkenness, which is what's the next little section is going to be about. The king has wined and dined, and he's wined so sufficiently that he and his guests are drunk. Let's pray. Father, we thank you as we come, as we continue looking at your word. We're continuing in the book of Esther. And Father, as we look at Esther, as we study Esther, we know that you are guiding her with your hand. You're guiding all that's going on in the book of Esther with your hand. And you're leading them into your perfect will. And all of that will be complained as we continue through the book of Esther. Even though you're not uh, mentioned or called, you are still there. And we thank you in times of our lives when we can't seem to see or feel your presence, you're still there. Just like the uh, poem about the footprints in the sand. The times when I'm only looking at I'm looking at two sets of footprints, and then I'm looking at one set of footprints. But that one set of footprints is the time when you're carrying me. And we thank you, Father, that you do carry us. You do provide for us. You do protect us. Thank you for your Son. Thank you for your Holy Spirit. Thank you for your angels that you've given charge over us. Thank you for blessing us and keeping us especially in the type of um, environment that we're in now where this um, COVID virus is so, it's, it's like a, an invisible host everywhere we are, it's there too. Thank you for protecting us, God. It's like a vapor that's, you know, it invades every, it permeates everything. But God, you are in control of even that. And you keep us safe. And we thank you, Father. Bless those who need you in a special way. And we're thanking you in advance. Amen. I also want to wish my sister a happy birthday. Thank you for spending time in God's Word with me. Be blessed.